Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Stacey Harmon. Stacy is a productivity coach on a mission to empower you to solve your productivity problems with Evernote. She is an Evernote certified consultant and a GTD practitioner with a flair for systems and organizing. These talents are expressed through her company, which offers Evernote training products, workflow designs, and coaching for those looking to optimize their productivity and improve their lives. Evernote enables her to be location independent and have her office with her wherever she goes. So she often travels across the globe and works while living a slow travel lifestyle. When she's not indulging her sense of wanderlust, you can find her in Austin, Texas. So I'm very excited to have Stacy here today to chat all about how to use Evernote to uplevel your productivity. So let's dive right in. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to the show. I am very excited to have you here, and I can't wait to chat about Evernote. So before we dive into this episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. I'd love to. Thanks for having me, Jenny. I'm excited to talk about my favorite topic on the planet, which is Evernote. I I came by it naturally. You know, I was self-employed. I was working in social media marketing for the real estate space in about 2008. And I would talk all over the country about, uh, at the time, Facebook marketing for real estate agents. And my fellow colleagues on stage would be talking about the top 10 apps of the year. And this Evernote thing just kept coming up. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I'm an organized person. I think I'll have to check it out. So I did. Um, I did not fall in love with it immediately. Some of your listeners might find uh, some comfort in hearing that. It took me a while to understand why it was so powerful. Um, And when I finally did, which was a a little bit of a journey, I can talk to you more about that if you'd like, but uh, I started to recognize most people just so underuse Evernote. And my real core skill is organizing. What I really do is help people get digitally organized with Evernote. And Evernote was becoming the number one piece of software that I was using to run my business. And eventually I got more and more people who were like, tell us more about what you're doing. You know, I was coming from a training background and um, more and more people were requesting training with Evernote and, um, and wanting to understand exactly how they could use it to do what I was doing with it. So uh, eventually I made the switch over to full-time Evernote consulting and training. And now I show people how to solve their productivity problems using this really powerful piece of software. I love that. And I love, I also love that you're like an original social media marketer. Cause you know, back in 2008, when you, like you said, you were talking about social media and stuff. Um, that was, it was just barely starting. So that's really cool that you kind of got your start that way. Um, since now. It certainly helped me to get the word out about what I was doing with Evernote. So it's good to have a foundation (laughs) in that, that's for sure. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to dive in. So for starters, what is Evernote? Like I like to start with the basics because some people might not even know what that is. They might have just seen the app on their phone and they're just like, oh, that looks cool. Scrolls by. 
So it's definitely a valid question. Uh, it's a productivity app. It's a cloud-based productivity application. A lot of people originally were introduced to it as a note-taking application. Uh, it's really much more than that. It's really a productivity platform. I use it kind of as my digital desk. It's my dashboard that I go to, to at the beginning of every day. Uh, but really, uh, what it allows you to do is capture, find, organize, and retrieve uh, any type of digital information. So, uh, you know, that could be as simple as taking notes. It could be as complex as managing uh, extensive workflow processes, such as I use it to manage my tax process. I use it for all my project management. I use it for my task management. Um, there's really an array of things that you can do with it. Um, and it is uh, immensely flexible, immensely powerful, and people use it for all different types of things, which is one of the reasons it's so difficult to describe exactly what it is. But um, a couple of ways that um, you could think about it, their original tagline uh, was be you know, they're trying to build your second brain. So really an external place to capture and retrieve all your thoughts and ideas that are important to you. Um, their current focus is really around focus and being a platform that allows you to focus on whatever it is that you want to focus on. Does that help at all? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely helpful. I, I am in the camp that thought it was just for note taking, to be honest. So um, that's, that's really helpful. And it's cool that it can do so many different things. So I know you mentioned like some task management, project management, and you know, all the things, but how can Evernote really just help us be more productive in our business? So like, what's the main thing that you feel like it solves for you personally? So uh, the real key to it is, uh, let me ask you, like how much time a week do you think you spend looking for things that you want to retrieve? Oh, like, you know, like, oh, where's this Google Doc or something like that? Yes. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> probably at least like a three hours a week, if not more, probably. I, I mean, I, I look at a lot of different documents, so. Yeah, it, it's really, it's a common, th so fragmentation is a really common problem in kind of our digital world, uh, especially as kind of online entrepreneurs, right? And the statistics show that really people, workers, knowledge workers in particular, are spending about 20% of their work week searching for things, which is just stunning, right? It's just stunning. So you're, you're ahead of the curve there <laughs> with your time. Um, but for me, this is the problem, the core problem that Evernote really solves. It's centralization. If you can digitize it, Evernote can hold it. So it doesn't matter what kind of format it is. It doesn't matter if it's a picture. It doesn't matter if it's text. It doesn't matter if it's a PDF. It doesn't matter if it is a Google Doc or a Word Doc or an Excel spreadsheet. You can centralize that in Evernote, which has a lot of power, uh, mostly in the fact that Evernote is superb at search, superb. So I keep 30,000 notes in Evernote. My entire life is in Evernote and I never struggle to find what I'm looking for when I'm looking for it. Uh, so these types of things are really the core uh, benefit that it offers along with the fact that as I mentioned at the beginning, it's cloud-based, so it enables me to work from wherever I am, and I'm a little bit of a, a location-independent, uh, slow tra adventure traveler, <laughs> um, and so Evernote really supports that as well, lets me work from wherever I am. Yeah, I think having the cloud-based app is so important. I love online you know, project management tools and online tools like that because let's figure out how many times have we actually like forgot our like planner or our physical planner or a notebook somewhere. And, you know, we left at home and then we want to write something down and we don't have access to that. So I'm all about the cloud-based apps because you can access it from absolutely anywhere. 
That's right. And Evernote at the premium level, which is only $7.99 a month, I, I didn't mention Evernote's a freemium model. So you can try Evernote out and it's a really full featured freemium model. So you can have a really great experience at no cost. But if you upgrade to the big bad price of $8 a month, <laughs> um, you have a couple of really important bells and whistles. Notably, you can work offline as well as have cloud-based access and you can... Um, uh, also um, have search inside any document that you put into Evernote. So you're going to be able to retrieve uh, whatever it is that you put into the system. And at the free level, Evernote will search even your handwriting. So if you take a picture of your handwritten note and just digitize it and centralize it in Evernote, if Evernote can read your handwriting, which is the caveat, <laughs> uh, you can find and retrieve that piece of information as well. So uh, all really good for people who are on the go or working from anywhere. Like even a coffee shop, right? <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, I had no idea. That's awesome, though. I think that's very helpful. So kind of like just diving a little further, what are some of the hacks that you have to best utilize Evernote? Because I know some people, like when they first get on a platform, whether that's, you know, Evernote or something else, there's just so many different features that it's kind of overwhelming. So what are the things that you kind of like when you're telling someone like, let's, you know, let's get you on Evernote? What are, how do you kind of ease that person into using it? Sure, that's a really great question. Um, the first thing that I like to tell people is to understand that Evernote is, um, you have to understand the building blocks of Evernote. And there's four building blocks of Evernote. It's a very flexible platform. It's not like you have fields that you put data into, okay? You have four building blocks. They can be organized in a variety of ways. But to just know that the vocabulary is helpful. So the base unit is a note. Notes can be organized in notebooks. Notebooks can be grouped into stacks. And they, you can add a layer of tags to all to your notes as well. So those are the four building blocks. Now, having understood that, uh, it's helpful to, for new users to understand that every Evernote account comes with at least one notebook. Okay, and they call it your default notebook. So it's where your notes are created uh, if you don't override that choice of where the note will be created, which is certainly possible, but when you're getting started, that's where your notes get created. And uh, you wanna make sure that that notebook is named Inbox. Uh, it's a really uh, good mental concept for the general human brain to think of that notebook as a processing station, not a holding tank. So you're going to get into trouble with Evernote if you just start making it a digital dumping ground. And the way to get around that is to think of and do it with the, no the title of the notebook as inbox. So that mirrors kind of the offline analogy of a physical inbox. You know, that's something where things come in and they get processed. It's not a place where you keep them. You'd want to keep create additional notebooks to store your data in, but it shouldn't be that initial notebook that you created. It's a really subtle thing, but it makes a massive, massive difference. Your first notebook in your account should be a processing station so that when you collect notes, you have an action that you take on them. Most often that action is to file them in a likely to be created notebook, but don't be shy about recreating notebooks. You can have up to a thousand of them in your Evernote account. Oh, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, no, that's, that's really helpful because I think sometimes when people get into apps or, you know, different tools for the first time. It's just like, what, what do I even do? And then they leave. So I think that's really beneficial. I mean, I know I help people set up project management tools myself. And a lot of the times people come to me because they're like, I don't know, like, what to even put in here. Like, I know what I need to do, but I just don't know how to do it and how to do it like best and how to organize it and stuff like that. So it's, 
it's kind of nice to have that um, knowledge. Um, well, that actually brings up like what I would suggest the next thing is. Um, and as you start to collect, so you have this mindset that your, your inbox is going to be for processing and you'll create notebooks to file your data. Now mm -hmm. the next question is how do I create information and capture it in Evernote? And Evernote has a lot of ways you can do that. So you want to get um, familiar with the basics. So it's possible to create notes both within Evernote, which is a super simple process. As you can imagine, there's a big like green button green plus button where you can create a new note the power in it though which really gets people hooked right at the beginning is these external ways that you can create notes in Evernote so one is called the Evernote web clipper are you familiar with it I am not okay this is life-changing okay life-changing <laughs> for a lot of people the web clipper is a browser extension you can just go to evernote.com forward slash web clipper and you install the browser extension one time on whatever browser you use. They have it for all the major browsers. And you log into your account. Now what you do is when you go anywhere on the web, instead of bookmarking that page, you click the little elephant icon. That's Evernote's logo. And the web clipper will let you save that information, that web page, directly to Evernote. And by the way, you can file it from the interface as well. So you never have to go into Evernote and you can just capture that information in Evernote. So your need to use bookmarks and organizing bookmarks just completely disappears uh, in the browser. And you now have all of that data indexed and searchable inside Evernote. And by the way, the web clipping that you have will hold the originating link back to the source website. So you have one-click access back to that. I, as you can imagine, talk about Evernote to all of my friends and family all the time. I'm always trying to convert them. Uh, and my brother finally, finally got on board with it. And I knew I had hooked him when I got this text from him that said, Web Clipper's dope. <laughs> and I hear it all the time, okay? It's really amazing. And you can use it from even your um, mobile device as well, just through the share button. Evernote has the ability to share any web page directly to Evernote. So, and it maintains that visual aspect. You know, think about it in terms of social media too. How many graphics and images um, are we wanting to capture? Um, they have official integrations with Amazon and with YouTube where the note gets actually, the web page actually gets formatted uh, directly for Evernote. It's just really, really powerful stuff. That is really cool, honestly. I know my bookmarks are a hot mess and I'm always like scrolling through them trying to find what I need. Um, and yeah, so I, think about the, the ability to then bring search to that, right? So now you've clipped, instead, you've, instead of bookmarking something, you now have clipped it to Evernote and you can just go into the Evernote search box and type either the URL, which you might know, but maybe you forgot the URL. Maybe you were just looking for something related to Pinterest or um, you know, a website and you remembered keywords. Now you have the ability to actually find and retrieve that all within Evernote, and then you can just hyperlink back to that source story. Really good stuff. Well, that's that's really helpful. I think yeah, because I feel like that's where I, I mean, I don't want to spend the time organizing my bookmarks. It's too far gone at that point. So I'm sitting there like, hmm, where is this? Is this at the top of my list? The middle? At the end? I don't. I can't remember. But yeah, that that goes into my three hours a week of trying to find something my bookmarks. So that's really cool. I mean, even just using it for that feature alone would be helpful if you don't decide to use it for anything else. And that's part of the free version of Evernote too. 
Oh, that's, that's good to know too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you said like you kind of use Evernote for everything, but do you use it in addition to any other tools like a project management tool or something like that, or just by itself? Like, is that your tool that you a hundred percent use and like nothing else for productivity? So, um, I'm going to answer it in two parts. The first thing to know is that one of the reasons that Evernote grew so significantly and so many people love Evernote is because they have an open API and there have been a million integrations <laughs> built uh, for Evernote. It plays really well with almost anything. And in fact, I learned a stat during um, a webinar that the brand did for me and the other Evernote certified consultants that said um, Evernote's the most um, zapped application in Zapier. Mm -hmm. So if that tells you something about its popularity, um, there's that. So the ability to use Evernote in addition to other softwares is there and easy and widely used. Having said that, Evernote's my primary tool. Mm -hmm. I use it for project management. I do not use uh, a third-party project manager uh, because Evernote is powerful enough and meets my needs. I find that most people really structure or struggle to create workflow and structure. And so the, the perceived automation and efficiency that can come from real uh, project and task management systems sometimes is completely lost because they haven't figured out their workflow or their process. Evernote lets me do that, and then I can incrementally improve upon, you know, more automated things um, once those processes are, are put in place. So really, everything for me is done in Evernote. I don't have the need for um, the features that uh, a official project management system brings to the table. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just curious because, you know, sometimes people like to use a bunch of different tools to kind of make what they want work. So I was just curious, but um, so does Evernote also play nice with teams? Like, is it team friendly or is it just best to use as like a solo business owner? It's an excellent tool for teams. In fact, the sharing features of Evernote, I think, are the most underutilized features of Evernote. Uh, it's possible to share and collaborate uh, using Evernote with both Evernote users and non-Evernote users. You just need to know how. So there's nuances on how you do that, but it's easy to share with the public, with vendors, or with team members. Uh, and it's something I do all the time. So if I bring on a, uh, it actually gives me a lot of flexibility because if I'm working with, say, an assistant, or I hire a virtual assistant or a contract worker for a period of time, one of my first questions is, are you an Evernote user? If they are, we're sharing notebooks and collaborating within Evernote um, mm -hmm. and having you know, all the benefits that go along with that. If they're not, so I can give you an example, I just filed my taxes and I, my CPA is not on Evernote. So I shared what's called a public link with my CPA so that he could access um, a, a curated group of documents that he needs in order to to file my taxes and all of that's possible without me needing to move data out of Evernote uh, so you're able to use it in both ways oh that's good to know yeah because I was just curious I know some people do have teams and I didn't know if it was just like good for solo users or no it, it works for both and then also they have an official integration with slack as well so you can see how again those integrations can really play in part so if say your slack's a popular channel obviously and or tool and you can evernote's integration allows you to like easily share notes with your team capture conversations back to evernote um, and again it's just another way that open api really assists for people uh, who already have an established tech stack 
and are looking to kind of only supplement it with the, the things that they're doing in Evernote. So you can go either way. Again, we're back to a, a, a founding concept here, which is Evernote is flexible. It's flexible. Yeah, no, that's great. And anything that integrates with Slack is my BFF because Slack is definitely the way that I communicate with my people, mm-hmm. like clients or team members. So that's, that's nice to know. Yeah. So just think about this use cases. You want it, say you have a conversation in Slack with a customer. Evernote allows you through key commands to save and retain that conversation in a note in Evernote. Yeah, so you don't have to go scrolling and looking for it um, later on. Yeah, totally. Right. Or say you had a comp or something that you wanted to, or maybe a schedule or a table, uh, something that you wanted to share with your client, you could easily, from within Slack, grab that note and share it with the Slack conversation. That's that's definitely very helpful. Well, cool. Um, So lastly, before we dive into the three questions I ask everyone that comes on the show, um, since this is kind of about being productive, (laughs) I always want to ask, what is your number one tip for being more productive as a business owner? I mean, obviously using Evernote, but is there anything else that you can provide in that? Uh, I think I've already highlighted it. Centralize, centralize, centralize. Whatever tools you're using, the more, the fewer of them you can use, the more efficient you're going to be in managing the onslaught of overwhelm that is the reality of living in today's day and age. You know, it's not just your email. It's not just your files. It's your thoughts, your conversations, um, digital documents. The fewer tools you can use to maintain and store those items, the more efficient and productive you're going to be. Uh, And it's not that 100% of what you do, I'm advocating, goes into Evernote. It's that you, I advocate you have really clear workflow rules and processes in place that define what data goes where. And then pick tools that are going to allow you to have the fewest amount of buckets. And Evernote's one of those tools that allows for such an array of data that I, I think it's a, a brilliant solution. Yeah, that makes total sense. I'm I'm all for, you know, the less tools, the better. And because it can get really confusing, like, oh, where does this go? And where does this go? So I, I totally agree with that. Uh, awesome. So now let's dive into the three questions I ask everyone who comes on the show. So what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur? And what is your favorite part about it? So I love this question. Uh, for me, being an entrepreneur is about um, control over my schedule and life and flexibility to craft that in a in the way that I want. So I've chosen something that is in alignment with my interest and my skills and my talent uh, and also has a really positive impact on other people while showing them how to live in a way that um, is my favorite part about entrepreneurship, which is uh, being able to work from anywhere, taking five-week work vacations, <laughs> Uh, to wherever I want to go and explore. Um, and uh, that's what I love about what I do. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. The flexibility and being able to kind of travel and kind of do things at your leisure is really, really nice and not something you typically get out of the corporate world unless you work at like a really um, advanced tech company that is ahead of the game. <laughs> but yeah. So what is your favorite tool to use in your business? Obviously Evernote, but is there any other tools that you've like couldn't live without? 
You're taking away my top one. I'll give you my second one. It's actually, uh, it's an Evernote application called Scannable, and it's for iOS. So it turns your phone into a powerful scanner. So it's a key to my paperless lifestyle. Uh, really, you don't even need a desktop scanner anymore if you have an iPhone using Scannable, which Evernote owns, and you don't even need to have an Evernote account to benefit from it. Uh, obviously, it plays really well with Evernote, but it's a hidden gem. It's amazing. It's free. And uh, what it does to convert paper into a, a crisp, digital, optimized format, uh, and then the the ease at which you can centralize that in Evernote is remarkable. That sounds really helpful. I've used some of those apps on my phones before in the past. I'm not sure if it was that one, but I used an app like that. And those apps are just so beneficial because like most people don't even have a printer slash scanner anymore. So having that like at your fingertips instead of having to go like to FedEx or UPS or something to do it is really, really important. Cool. And then lastly, who is your go-to business resource? Just the person that you are always taking inspiration from and things like that. So this for me is David Allen. He wrote a book called Getting Things Done. Are you familiar with it? Or has that come up before? No, I, I don't think I've heard of that one before. Tell me more. So he is kind of the father of modern productivity ideas and philosophy. And in, I think it's 2002, he wrote the book, Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. And when I read that book, my, my life changed. I, I knew he had solved it. And if you deploy what he talks about, if you do what he talks about in that book, you really do have what he says, the art of stress-free productivity. Now, the truth is, it's a lot of work and it's a system and it's a lifestyle that you have to implement. And I show people how to do that within Evernote, uh, which is one of many tools that you can have a GTD lifestyle in. But he never, I'm always inspired by him. I never failed to be impressed and amazed by rereading his book <laughs> uh, or revisiting a chapter. He has so many nuggets of um, information that uh, I have found to have momentum, you know, big, big change for my world. For example, he has simply said, your brain is a great place for, your mind is a great place for having ideas, but not for holding them. You have to have an external uh, trusted system in order to allow your brain to work at the highest and best use case. And so when you solve that, suddenly, suddenly your brain can think and uh, move you in a way that you want to go. That's just one example. He also, another thing that a lot of people might be familiar with is the two-minute rule. Uh, he's the founder of that, which is if you're processing information, say, in your email inbox or in your task management system, if you decide it's going to take two minutes or less to do it, he says, just do it. Don't don't take the the uh the path of uh, tabling that for later. Uh, and a lot of people find that alone to be, really be a life-changing practice, uh, gets a lot of things off of the plate. And his teachings have held up as we have continued to go digital and increased the amount of information that is flying at us. Um, so I find him most inspirational. Well, I will have to check out that book because that sounds really interesting. And the two-minute rule sounds like something I should probably try to implement myself as well. So that's really cool. I'll link that in the show notes so everyone can go check it out if they want to. And just tell us um, where we can find you. So your website, your social media channels, all that good stuff. 
Sure. Well, my website's harmonenterprises.com and my handle is my name or Harmon Enterprises on all the major channels. So, uh, and if I do have actually a GTD book club uh, where I go through each chapter of David Allen's book and talk about why Evernote's the right tool for the concepts that he promotes in that chapter. So you can find that on my website as well. It's free to go through. Um, and for anyone interested in that book, it might be uh, a little more fun to kind of go through it with somebody else. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'll link everything in the show notes so you guys can go check it out. And thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode 96. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.